And we are back live for another episode of Heavy Muscle Radio. I'm Dave Palumbo, joined by the technician Chris Aceto on this March 13th, 2023 evening. And Chris, uh, the debate rages on. Who should have won the Arnold? Did Samson deserve it? Did he not deserve it? What's the drudging criteria? I love debate. I, I'm, I'm in a debating mood for some reason today. I don't know why. Maybe because I'm a week out or a little less than a, a little more than a week out from my surgery, but I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like debating today. So you and I are going to have to debate a little bit. Oh, it sounds like you all day long. Yeah. Yeah. Fight you me. know, yeah. Before we get to the, the debate uh, on judging, I want to just put, put a, a word out there because obviously, I think you did you did you know what was going on with with Sergio Oliva Jr. getting uh, you know brought into the police station down in Dubai there over that car yeah, accident? I, I knew about it because he was. I knew about it within two minutes of it happening, meaning the accident, because he sent me pictures of it and he told me about it. Yeah, he was uh, he was driving his car and some, yeah. some these crazy these crazy uh, delivery guys are on mopeds. They crashed into him and then uh, yeah. bounced off his car or something like that, and then someone ran the guy over by accident. You know what a small world it is? I must have got probably um, after he was arrested within um, within four hours or eight hours, I must have got like six different people text messages to like know about it. Because it's a small world, you know what I mean? Oh, I saw Sergio Oliva in Dubai right. be arrested, you yeah. know? Yeah. Well, you know, Nick Trujillo had reported it originally, so he some one of his gossip guys, you know, got him the information. But it was kind of a little off, and I guess the story that he had was a little sexier, so you know, got a little more more traffic. But basically, his his response was it was pretty accurate. You know, he had gotten some kind of an automobile accident. No one really knew what happened exactly, who hit who. But supposedly they he left the scene. Everything was cool. They took his information down, and then I guess the guy was brought to the hospital. Then he died. I don't know if it was a day or two later. And then once he died, it became like, you know, then the, it, it elevated the crime, I guess, or whatever happened. And so I guess Nick was reporting that they arrested uh, Sergio and they were, you know, he was going to be drug tested. And, um, you know, if he came back with stuff in his system, you know, that's serious in Dubai, he could be charged with murder and put in jail for years and years and years. And so the whole thing smelled a little fishy to me. And I'll tell you why, Chris, because if you get into some sort of an accident or something, right, and someone gets hurt, but they don't drug test you on the scene and they wait two days later. Mm-hmm. How could they, how could they say that you were driving while you were impaired the two days prior, you know, the, you could have gone home and blown a line of cocaine right after the accident because you were so unnerved, you know? So the whole thing sounded a little suspicious. So I called, you know, someone I know in Dubai who knows every, who's plugged into everyone. And he found out that, uh, it really wasn't a crime. It was more that Sergio was taken in because insurance is a big thing in, in, in Dubai. If you don't have insurance, you're screwed. And Sergio had insurance and they wanted to bring him in to get his, his information, you know, down because evidently if someone dies, I guess the insurance companies will pay a premium to the family, you know, based on, I guess, you know, what happened. So obviously he was detained in the police station. Um, I don't know if Sergio hasn't really told the entire story. And I, I think, from what he told me, he actually texted me and thanked me. He said, you're the only person who got the story correct. And he wanted to thank me for sticking up for the truth as opposed to just trying to sensationalize it to get hits. And, and yeah, I, 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 I hate when people do that because, you know what, any one of us, Chris, you know this, any single bodybuilder out there at any time could be arrested for something. 
And the same thing can happen. And it's a terrible, terrible feeling. Look at what happened to Victor Martinez with the stupid green card. I mean, the smallest thing could turn into the biggest deal, you know, and you may not have done anything wrong either. So, I mean, it is what it is. I'm glad Sergio's out. I'm glad he's free. And uh, I know he had a couple of days that were not comfortable over there, but uh, I'm glad everything worked out. So, Yeah, he got sick in jail too. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they, they feed you bologna sandwiches over there. They probably don't even yeah. feed you bologna. They, they probably soup. feed you bread sandwiches over there, you know. Yeah. I think he said soup once a day. <laughs> like, at least in the U.S. prisons, we believe in protein. The protein source is not the best. You might get bologna or, or, or ham or something like that. But but in, in, in Dubai, they don't, you know, it's, it's kosher there, right? So they, they, they can't even give you that. They got to they give you air sandwiches over there, you know. Right. <laughs> they take some water and they put... They put some uh, some um, salt in it. They say he has some soup for you. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sergio was probably eating like five thousand calories a day, you know, prior to that. And now he goes from that to soup. You know, that doesn't uh, usually that doesn't bode well for muscle retention, right, Chris? Well, he came out and he still looked good. So yeah, you know. George would have been like, "I will mix you up some aminos from hair cells and and <laughs> and, and, and the skin cells. Let's scrape it off." But, I'm, uh, I'm just glad that he's out and things oh, yeah. he is out and things are back on track and yeah. he's five weeks out from the Arnold South America and he looks great. Is he going to do it? Oh so, yeah, of course. Was, in his little uh, thing he was he's talking gonna, on Instagram, he was he was uh, questioning whether he was going to do well, it. Well, he's, he's he, I mean, I'm going to push him in. Put it that okay. way. Good. Because I you know, what, there's, there's always going to be you know, I mean the the the. the uh, he probably dropped a few pounds of fat in there, Chris. It was probably the best thing for Sergio. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the stress, you know what I mean? The, the stress. Yeah, yeah, the stress the, the is not stress, right. The stress, the stress, the stress, and, and it's the type of stress, you know. Right. I mean, he didn't hit anyone, but somebody crashed into the tail end of his car, the guy, right. and the guy ended up getting run over and, and died. Yeah. And so... Uh, who, you know. who, I'm not, I'm going to give you one chance to answer this correctly. And I, and I know you're going to get it. If you I had, what's, what's that, Swami? I'll do this. What the, the, what was you don't even have, you don't even have to try to be a psychic. Show. You'll just read my mind. Who's the one bodybuilder that would have gone to prison in Dubai and would have prospered there? Because he would have known someone. Nasser, probably. No, 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 no. Come on. Of all the people that, and you work with the person, of all the people you work with, who would be like no problem in prison? You know, they they probably come out gaining a few pounds of muscle. I don't know. Might even get maybe might even get a few Anadrol tabs while he's in there. No idea. Victor, Victor oh. would have known someone in there. They would have hooked him up. You know, Victor. He does he does well in those situations. You know, <laughs> they would have been like, you know, Yo, bro, know. what are you doing here? Victor would the be like, dude, is, you know, I haven't seen you since the eighties, man. Well, Dave, you got to you got to keep in mind that you know. <laughs> What's the what's really stressful of the situation is that you're in jail in a foreign country, so of you course. don't know the rules. You know what I mean? Right. You think right. like, oh, Dubai's just like here; yeah, they get McDonald's, yeah. we get McDonald's. They have skyscrapers, we have them. They have amusement parks, we have it. They have nightclubs, we have. And then when you get arrested, you're like, you know, yeah. everything that you think you know about a country is out right. the window. Right. Right. Well, the the good so, thing is that. He didn't, you know, nothing happened. You know, in other words, if the guy would have died on the scene and they would have started taking, you know, drug you know, tests and stuff like that, who knows, you know. But the guy, first of all, the guy bumped it, drove into his car. He didn't hit the guy. So, and there were witnesses there. So, 
I don't think he was ever at risk of anything. But you know, I think that what they were trying to do is because someone did die, they were trying to get you know the paperwork done is what it really amounted yeah. to. So, well, when Sergio leaves Dubai and moves back to the U.S., I'm sure we'll get him on the show and tell us the whole story. He said he doesn't want to talk about it till then. He's still yeah. a little nervous. No, he doesn't. I'm sure. It, believe me, it had an impact on him. It didn't. It wasn't like a, you know. Listen, I, I, like you said, jail in a foreign country's got to be very scary. I mean, you start thinking about those movies, right? What was the movie? Mm -hmm. what, you know, all the movies where people get thrown in jail in, in a foreign country, and right, you know, right. some yeah. people have a good have a good mindset. Some people would have done fine. Like I said, Victor would have had no problem in there for a couple of days. Fine. I mean, obviously, more than that, no one wants to be there. But I'm just saying, Victor would have been fine. But there's some people that 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 would get really messed up by it, like that just yeah. couldn't handle it. You know, like but Dave, you, you, yeah. you know, a couple of days, but he didn't know to you know. He did not know that it was going to be right. only a couple days. Right, I mean, right, right. he it all took him by surprise. So when you get in there, and it's not like this, you know, county jail in Long Island. You know, it's it's like the jail with hardened criminals, or yeah. you know, and and you don't know what your timetable is. So it it screws with your head. I mean, you know, one day, two days. I mean, by even one day, you're thinking like. I'm sure, you know, am I ever going to get out of here? Yeah, I take that back, by the way, uh, uh, about Victor. I was thinking about, it. I think Rami would have done better in prison in Dubai. <laughs> Rami, they would have been like praying to him like he was a god or something like that. Like, like Allah. Well, I don't know about that, prison. but they would have. <laughs> they would have been like, Rami, whatever you want. Everyone would have given him his food. They would have, you know, here's our soup, Rami. You know, here's our bed. Here's our, you know. He might have he got like an exception to the rule. They would have had guys pretending to be dumbbells. Here, Rami, you hold this guy in one hand and this guy in that hand, so you can do your your, your benching and stuff like that. Because you got a show coming up. Well, he'd still be if Rami was there for a month, he'd still be full. <laughs> that we know. Rami went in at three twenty. He came out at, at three twenty one. Yeah. Only yeah. I can flatten him out, Dave. Only I. <laughs> Dale can't, but I can. It's my my friend uh, who's uh, my my Jewish doctor friend said. Listen. There wasn't, I told, and I said the story before, there wasn't one, there wasn't one single person in Auschwitz, the, the concentration camps in Nazi Germany, there wasn't one person who didn't lose weight. Not one. He goes, there wasn't like, oh, look at George over there. He's still, he's still got a belly on him. Holy mackerel. He hasn't eaten in 100 days, and he's been working 18 hours a day. He, has, he still has a belly on him. Not one person. They all lost weight, and they were all emaciated. And so, you know. Food in, food out definitely has something to do with, you know, people not getting in shape. So if you eat too much, you're not going to lose weight. I remember Doug, I've said this story, but Doug Wentz used to tell me the Bob Grushin line all the time. He's like, what, what are you eating? I tell my diet. He goes, okay, you're eating your six meals. Why are you having that seventh shake at night? It's, I said, it's only whey protein. I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to lose muscle. He goes, he goes, you're eating too much. You're oh, not yeah, losing Bob's, any muscle. Bob's number one line was, you're eating too much food. Yeah, yeah. he told and me people that. be like, well, they come up with all their excuses, and it's, he'd say right back to them, you're eating too much. No, he, he was say, right. stop eating so much. He was right. I stopped that night. It was a 50-gram whey isolate shake. I stopped it, and I all of a sudden, that little, little extra bit in the middle of my back started, just came off. And, and I, believe me, I felt it. I was hungry, you know, but... You got to be hungry if you want to if you want to look your best, you know. Yeah. Speaking of looking your best, Chris, you know there was there's been some debate. Um, what, what is Valentina saying? No Italian food there. That's why. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely, Greg. No Italian food. Um, if you want to look your best, obviously on stage, you know you do have to suffer. But 
Nick Trigilli had brought up a topic, I think, and I know Bob Chick uh, responded to it recently about judging criteria and that the fact that there's not as much transparency maybe as there used to be or maybe that there uh, as there should be. In other words, how are the judges judging these shows? Bob Chick says that there, there's a symmetry round with quarter turns and they're assessing symmetry proportion to this. Then they're looking at the comparisons on muscularity and how they compare. It, is that happening, Chris, in your mind, or is it just a general, I'm looking at the guys in the comparisons and I'm making my choice? Uh, I'm looking at the, it is boils down to, I am looking at the guys in the comparisons and it boils down to this, who you look at longer. That's the winner. That is the winner. It's right. people go shot by shot. You can win shots, blah, blah. It's who you generally in the prejudging, your eyes are on longer. That is right. a judge's gut feel for who's the best guy in the lineup. It's not is the guy good best. enough. It's is, not should the guy. There? Yeah. It's not the guy with the best front double. It's not the guy with the best front lat. It's not the guy who won this shot and that shot. It's generally who your eyes go back to most in most of the time they go back to what is most attractive to you meaning what's most attractive what impresses you most and it's the intangible it's not shot for shot necessarily someone says i have this guy four shots this guy three shots and it's the lineup the lineup who is in that lineup dictates sometimes who your eyes go back to so uh, you know, what's confusing for a lot of people in this show is um, you had two, you know, NBA guys with a lot of muscle and condition against Nick. And there's a contrast. So you either you have to have Nick, you know, you, not you don't have to. There's a contrast. And that contrast is very different than Nick versus Heidi, Nick versus um Derek Lunsford, who are generally there, you know, I think Nick's taller than those guys, you know, so they're even shorter. So, um, you know, it creates a lot of uh, um, different dynamics in the lineup, I think. Yeah, you know. But I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe that, I don't, I mean, you have to have good symmetry to win. Um, well, let but, me let me throw this out. And I, I agree. Not, I agree with. By the way, I agree with you. Hold on. Yeah. You need. It's not a symmetry contest. It still comes down to muscularity. Is the you know usually the headlining you know attraction for a judge muscularity, which is condition and size. And yes, you got to have balance. You can't be up there like looking like shit on a stick, ripped to the bone and and crazy big and just a gross physique. You know, you're going to end up like sixth and eighth in a show like this, ninth or whatever. You, you're just right. not going to be in the running with all the muscle, you know, in the world and all the condition in the world. So symmetry factors in. But, you know, well, you, you know, Rami was the most muscular guy on the stage. Yeah, he was the biggest guy on the stage. Period. Here's my here's my thing, and I, and I which I agree a little bit with Trigilli uh, in the sense that I think that what they should do is – they should go back to scoring, having some scoring rounds and saying, this is worth this much, this is worth that much, and then have an overall assessment because score because it would it would give it would give people who watch the show a better understanding. I know, of how but then it, it becomes right. like a they do it for gymnastics like a, and stuff like that, you know. 
It becomes for bodybuilding though. It becomes like a math example, and I don't well, want. Why don't they? But why don't they have a symmetry round anymore? Why Why don't they have a symmetry and proportion round? I I, I don't know, but they're not. Bob they, they, the quarter turns. Do they even do quarter turns anymore? If you, <sighs> I don't even remember seeing it. Did you? They They have you stand to the front. You know, hit a front double, quarter turn to the right. There's no, but there's no quarter turns anymore, right? Where they do, remember no. they used to do like a quarter. They would do quarter turn comparisons back they in the nineties. Yeah, they do them all day long. Yeah, yeah I think they're to me they're a little It's a little tedium, tedious, but so I, I'm not really. I, I don't. I don't upset. really mind. I, listen, I don't mind that they necessarily dropped the symmetry round. Um, you know. Because that generally, I would say most of the time, I would agree with the results at most of these shows, even when I have someone in the show and I think they should have won. Uh, I can always see the, you know, it, it's an imperfect sport. So there's always going to be a group who, do, I mean, I, I can go through a list of like the last five years of people who I coached who was second at humongous shows. And I left prejudging or the finals and said, you know what, I can see. So and so, who's a judge? I I, I get it. I, I see the way right. what he's looking let, at, which is different from what I'm looking at. But I could be biased. But regardless, let me let me let let me take it from let me approach it from a different situation. Let's say you get new new people come into the sport. Okay, they love the sport. I want to be a bodybuilder. I'm training my butt off, and they go to a show and they're watching. Forget the going through. They're watching the live stream. Okay, and they want to know how it's judged. But no one really can explain how it should. Well, it's about size and balance and conditioning and but but no one really knows how the judges are, are picking who they want. The judges are picking, like you said, because they have an innate gut knowing as to who's got the best of everything, right? And yeah. and like you said, they've gotten it right pretty much almost every time, like the last you know five years or so. I mean, they've done a pretty good job. Yeah, there's a couple you know questionable you know shows that were out there, but most of them are pretty pretty good. So why not have a you know what? 20% of your score is going to be your symmetry, how you flow. We're going to give, you know, 60% to muscularity and, and 20% to conditioning. And that's how we, we, we assess it. And then we put the whole thing together and that's how we make our score. Just so that people understand how these judges are coming to take all this together and put it together yeah, in their but, mind. Now, you have to judge with the experience of Steve Weinberger who can – in three seconds, look at 10 guys and, and, and put one through 10 because he's done it for so long and he's so good at it. But I want to know what his how he breaks it down, even though he doesn't need to break it down anymore because he can do it in two seconds, how he breaks it down so that if you're going to teach next generations of judges what to look for, well, you, it just, it, what it does is it makes people understand what they're looking for on stage because you're right. They had two basketball players up there against you know the Incredible Hulk and the mini Hulk, which is Nick Walker. So, I mean, that's a lot of weird looking, different looking physiques. And how do you assess which one's the best? Well, you, 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 I think the worst thing you could ever do is start using like numbers to do it. That'd be like saying, I'm doing a diet for someone and I got their macros and their, their numbers. So I got yeah. all their numbers and their formulas. And it's going to work out perfect. I say, throw it out the window and we'll just do it by gut. And, you know, I mean, you, you, don't, hard you, don't, need, that, you, you don't need, you don't need, well, you don't need to explain to people who are new to the sport how the judge and, you know, grandmothers go to sport 
to, to you, you well, know, how do you know how do you, how do you grandmothers know what, what, they're, what like, they're looking mothers, for that if you don't have mothers, it mothers go to sports uh to bodybuilding shows and they say and they, and they pick it pretty close um they've never been to shows before um i mean what what is what is the strat what is the what i don't understand what the like the the unbelievable controversy is about this show anyway is well, it I, I thought it was you know, judged correct. I thought it was judged correctly. Yeah, I thought yeah, they came what's out. What's controversial well. about it is simply this: that due to social social media, people uh, who never had chance to give their opinion and their input, you know, are providing their input and their opinion, and most of the people are just wrong because lots of people have Andrew Jack; those are Andrew Jack fans. Lots of people have Nick Walker. Those are Nick Walker fans. Right. Lots of right. people have Samson Dowder. Those are Samson Dowder fans. But, I, but don't you want these people who are watching to understand how the, the sport is judged? We don't want to just make it, oh, it's because these judges are experienced and they know what they're doing. It's like telling people, I'm going to give you a diet, but I'm not going to explain why I'm giving you how much protein, fat, and carbs. I'm just going to, here, just follow this diet. I you do know? that. I say, here's the diet. Don't ask me anything. I, I know, but you're, 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 you've been doing this for 30 years. You know what I mean? But for new coaches, if I'm teaching new coaches, I can't just teach them to go by, oh, yeah, just give them a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and take away a little of that. I got to quantify it for them when I teach my guru course. Otherwise, they can't – they don't know how to create these diets initially. Then once they get the hang of it down the road, they can do it intuitively. But you have to quantify things for okay, people. Okay, here, here, here. I mean you, you can't quantify it with a calculator. And say we're going to give you know. You can, of course you can. They do it in every other sport that's judged this way. Well, that's why I asked. Totally How come ice skating they can break it down by numbers? Because, because everyone everyone does a because everyone has to do like the double triple whatever the stupid thing is. And in right, but everyone has to do a front double bicep too, and they everyone, have to judge you on that. Yes, but you can win the front double bicep, Dave, as you know, with small arms right. and a crazy taper. Right. How are you going to quantify that? You know, you can well, have. If you're, you're doing it in comparison to the other people, you're doing it again. Well, then, so then how's this stupid math example and this quantification <laughs> work out for like uh, 178 pounds, Sean Clarita? He looks like someone's nephew backstage. Because you're looking at his symmetry, you're looking at his muscularity, his conditioning, and then and then you have to. So those should be scored, and then you should have an assessment of how he compares to the other guys on stage. Yeah. Well, right. the key is what you just said, how they compare to the other guys. Because how does Sean wind up in – how does Sean – if it's based on muscularity, how does Sean wind up in, in fifth place beating yeah. huge guys? Because he has better symmetry. He has better conditioning. He flows better, right? Yeah. Well, he's big enough for his frame. He's round enough for his frame. He's detailed enough for anyone. And at the end of the day, he's he, he plays as high as he can place because – you know, does he beat? Does Sean Clarita beat Rami on on symmetry? I wouldn't have him ahead of Rami on anything. Okay, so you think he got a? Because a lot of people thought he should have beat Rami. <laughs> oh my goodness, he's a phenomenal bodybuilder, Sean Clarita. Rami's like an anom anomaly. All right, so how does how does Rami lose to Nick Walker? Great he's, question. He's bigger than Nick Walker. He yeah. arguably has better symmetry than Nick Walker. His conditioning, maybe not quite as good as, as Nick Walker, but it was good. Why does Nick – I mean, why does Rami lose to him? Be, because if you try to use the math examples and, and go the way no, – don't. Right? You know, I'm using your example. Of, of, no, of, I'm, I'm going to give you – so I'm going to first, oh. you know, tear apart the math, math way. <laughs> if you measure his, 
you know, his weight and his thighs and his shoulder width. He's the most muscular guy on stage. Yeah. You put him right next to at that show. When you put him next to the other three guys, when you put him next to you, asked about Nick. Yeah, let's. let's I'm just go Nick and him. Let's not talk about the other two guys. It's it's really really good condition and versus um, you know, power outage condition, lights out condition. Nick had at the night show nights out condition. He was in good condition, really really good at prejudging. He was lights out at night sh at the night show, mm -hmm. and so the litmus test is where do your eyes go back to? When you go back, you look at one, you look at the other, you look at one, you look at the other, you're not sure. It's probably, you know, where the eyes return to it. And that is, you know, the gut feel by the judge to like, okay, this is the guy I'm going to have in first. And with regards to the, the scores, Dave, the unanimous stuff, I've said this on the show a million times. The, the, the scores are kind of phony. They don't represent like who was where and where was who, because yes, Samson got um like straight firsts but that doesn't mean that like judge a chris Aceto sitting in the judge and didn't you know think it was you know remarkably close between him and nick or him and andrew let's say and at the end i went with samson right you know it, it kind of on paper it looks like it was a slam dunk you know what right. i mean and lights out first for samson right you know, all, all you know, always from prejudging right to the end of the finals, and I don't, I don't think that was the all case right. at all, especially in prejudging. Let, right. Let's. Sorry. Right. So in your example, I, I agree. Nick Walker is in better shape than Rami. Better conditioning. I, I agree. So I give that to him. Now, he's in way better condition than Samson Dowder. There's no doubt about that, especially from behind. Yeah. Why does Nick Walker lose to Samson Dowder? Again, okay. let's take Andrew out of the equation because Andrew's a freak in another realm. But he doesn't. He doesn't because what happened, he does not. And that, Dave, you have the best question of the show. He okay. doesn't. I think right. Nick one-on-one -on -one can beat Samson one-on-one. -on -one. The, the bizarre part of the prejudging is the most shocking part of prejudging for me is when they had, they, they had the, the final three, Nick samson and andrew being compared because it it's odd that nick looked like the it's not a negative he looked like the odd guy out he looked like, like the circus dwarf up there compared yes, to these he, guys he couldn't, he i hate couldn't, to say it i mean because he they did, made him look bad yeah did, he couldn't it's watch this he couldn't overpower um overpower them like like it was him versus derek I think he might be able to overpower Derek on some shots, side chest, side tricep, you know. So he's against Samson and he's against uh, Andrew. First pose, he's already in third. I had him in third in the first pose. Second pose, front last spring, he's in third. It's just the the way it unfolded and, and the... So you're saying their symmetry trumped his conditioning? Well... I, I would say in prejudging, Andrew was very, very close to his condition. Right. But so what I'm saying is that there is a way to there is a way to quantify it. Uh, we got a good friend, uh, the Muscle Chef Carlo Filipponi, joining us here. Oh, Carlos always got good input. Carl, turn your phone sideways. There you shitty, go. Shitty chicken, but great, great mind. I'm just kidding. Give right? us your two cents. Give us your two cents on this on this argument here on this discussion rather. Not argument. We want to judge shows with a calculator, Carlos. Say that again. 
We they want people want to judge shows with a calculator and say like well that's the problem right I think that's what they did out with and I was just texting Dave because I'm listening to you guys and I think this goes back to the Dorian Yates days when he was competing against guys like Cormier and Flex Lo uh, Flex Wheeler and the truth of the matter is that they did judge the, the the symmetry round if you remember they put everybody through the quarter turns and they actually gave you a five a ten a fifteen whatever it was. And then they combined that with the muscularity round and gave you a five or 10 or 15. And then they would judge the posing round. And the best poser never really got to be judged fairly because if he was out of the money, he would never get a five anyway, right? Right. Dorian so would I win the posing round because they, but they would say that it wasn't about entertainment. The posing round was them assessing right. the person's physique. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I'm, I'm kind of in the middle. I understand what Nick's point of view was and yours, Dave, and I kind of lean towards your guys. I would love, particularly as a former bodybuilder, the transparency because, look, I was – as you know, like I won the Nationals, I won the North American, and I always kind of needed to know what they were looking for. And at times I was the most symmetrical bodybuilder, and at times there were people who were a little bit more symmetrical than I was and beat me. And, you know, I always wanted to know and needed to know. But I think the problem lies, like, like Chris said, if you do put a number on it, the winner won't ever be the winner. Because it's very possible that a guy like Nick Walker winds up, you know, sixth or seventh in the symmetry round after the first call out and first round. And then he goes and wins the muscularity round or finishes second to a Rami, for example, at the Arnold Classic. And now his total score might be one plus seven is eight. And it might not best. Well, you know, well yeah, but Nick, I mean, but Carl, there's got to be a, a there's got to be an assessment round like where the judges can give their impression, overall impression on on, on the impact, like the impact of their physique, like the the the, the power, the power, the power and, of judging or the power and I, of score. And know? I agree with that also. Yeah. And I agree with that also. But I think the reason that they don't do it is because, like I just said, if they try to put a number on it, then the guy who they believe would be in second won't wind up in second. He'd probably wind up in sixth or wind up in fourth or fifth. And, you know, again, it's I, I heard you use the gymnastics example, which I love, by the way. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, and I agree with you, Dave. They have mandatory poses for a reason, right? You do a front double by, you right. do a bicep. And you do those poses because that's the pose they're asking you to. You don't do a three-quarter turn bicep in our sport in right. that division. You do a, you know, a side tricep, a side chest because you're making an analysis. And I've been to enough shows, right? And certainly not as many as you, Chris, perhaps. But but I've been to enough shows that I've had to sit there and it's been so close that I'm going, okay, let me break it down pose for pose. Um, because if that's truly the way we're looking at things and let me look at it that way and then you get to four to three and you get to three to three and a tie, you know, but I, I if I know Steve and I know Steve, he, again, his trained eye can figure it out in three seconds, like you said, Dave, but I think and, and that he's actually again, I, I judge some shows in New York with him and in New Jersey. And he said, we're looking for the best bodybuilder that day. And it's the combination of the shape, the size, the symmetry, the muscularity, conditioning. But but don't you think, Carl, it comes down to the, it's, it's a little bit of laziness on the judges' part. They don't want to sit and yeah. have to score it because it's a lot easier and it goes a lot faster if you don't have to write down the numbers. I mean, for fitness, you have to do it, right? Fitness scoring you know, is that they got to score the physique round uh, is only 25% or a third, and then the two thirds is the fitness routine. So there's a, number, there's a number calculation going on there. But, but these guys, as you know, the sport has grown in volumes. There's more categories than ever. Um, then I, I don't know how many more judges they're flying out for these contests uh, today in comparison to before. But I see a lot of the same judges sitting on the panel for category after category after category. 
Well, and, and I'm not justifying it. I'm not justifying it at all. Well, how, about this? how about this? If you call top five out and you judge, and, and, and this is what the head judge thinks the top five is, you can score them now one through five on symmetry, muscularity, you know, comparisons, because you're not going to, Nick Walker's not going to be sixth in a top five call out. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he, he, these are the best five guys according to the judges. And now they're going to be scored according to symmetry in muscularity, conditioning, and then comparison. I don't know how it would mathematically work right, out, but, but you'd, at least you'd be able to define to the audience and to the people watching how this thing is being assessed. You know. So would you? So are you suggesting that perhaps you call out your first, your overall top five, and then? Yeah, yeah. Like the, for the top five is the top five, you know, and then you score it that way according to the, the judges. You can't score a guy who's in the third call out having the best symmetry because it's not relevant to the top five call out. You know, yes, but I think you still run into the same problem, right? Like, um, ref- you, you only you only need you only need good enough symmetry to highlight your muscularity. You know what I mean? Like you 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 can, and that's and that's, you know, so in that, that's all you need is is you only need good enough symmetry to highlight your muscularity and condition. I mean, you yeah. can't you can't. Okay, you know, so if we do that, Dave, the way you said it, and I don't mean to cut yeah, you off, Chris, yeah. but if we do that, right, let's take the top five at the Arnold, right? right. Okay, so, so you have Nick Walker, Samson, uh, Andrew Jack, uh, Rami, and Sean Clarita. Who's got right. the best overall symmetry of those guys? Samson. Okay, and who's second? Overall, forget about muscularity, just symmetry. <laughs> probably, probably Sean Clarita. That's right. But, uh, no, that's or, right. Or, or no, but or or Andrew. Andrew is probably second. okay. But 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 I don't think. I mean, listen, as a bodybuilder, I'm petite, right? I'm five. I would four. put Rami third, Nick Walker fourth. But you know, Sean Clarita is just is just small. So I don't know if that you know that. I don't know how you, he's hard to right. compare. He's very right. hard to compare. That's, yeah. But that's the point, and I think that's why Steve will tell you that they do it that way. Because yeah. if you because if you're judging a symmetry round for symmetry round, I, I don't know how Rami has better symmetry than Sean. I think he he's a much better, bigger bodybuilder. So if you put them next to each other, Rami would beat him every day, all things given equal conditioning, etc. You know. Um, but 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 you can't tell me that Nick Walker has better symmetry than Sean Clarita. You can't tell me even in Samson with his you know, a little bit, uh, I'm sorry, not Samson, uh, uh, Andrew Jack, when you look at him from the front, I think he has a weakness. You guys have talked about it, it might be his legs, especially yeah. from the front, you know. Um, I, I, I mean, and and listen, this is not a knock on Andrew Jack. I think the guy's, you know, <laughs> ceiling is ridiculous, okay? But if you had to judge it at the Arnold, I mean, how do you not say that Sean Clarita had the second best symmetry in the, in the top five? And now if you give him a two, in the symmetry, and then you give him a five in the muscularity, he's got a seven, right? A total oh, no, of seven. No, 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 because they're not all equal. Symmetry can't be equal to, in, in, to muscularity. It can't be equal to comparisons either. It has to be graded, like well, I'm, 20%, I'm, 30%, 50%, you know, that type of thing. Well, I'm going back, and, I'm, and if my memory serves me correctly, and we could probably find scorecards that, that prove it, and again, because I paid a lot of attention to this back in the day. Yeah. I was such a fan. They were judging, and they were giving – Points for round one, points for round two, muscularity, and points for round three, posing. And, you know, one of the biggest arguments that they used to make, Milos in particular, I think he went back at it with Bob recently. And Bob, of course, stumbles and mumbles his way through every argument. It's like his, that guy has a, a head like a brick wall. It's, it's the worst person in the world you can ever try to 
have a conversation, <laughs> but you know, tell you how, oh, oh they, 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 but they do judge it. And they, they, yeah, they, they never judge the posing round for actual posing. You're right. They Probably. turn around. They're not judging symmetry or routines. Now they're not. But they, yeah, but they're, yeah, yeah just right now. If you remember, if I, I'm pretty sure, and you know, maybe I can stand corrected on this. I'm quite certain that up until when Dorian became Mr. Olympia, they were judging the posing round and were uh, giving you points for it and were giving you a point total. Yeah, you, no, you're right. You're right. They were. I mean, they were. That judgment's changed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, someone in the comments said I had the worst physique in history. I, I challenge you on that. I, I say that Jocelyn Peltier was worse than mine. And I Kenny Jones. No, Kenny Jones was better, but 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 Jocelyn wasn't. Yeah. Well, he All wasn't right. better. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. No, but, you know, the reason I'm even bringing this up is because it is a valid point. And like I said, there is a lot of new people coming into the sport and people contact me all the time and say, what are the judges looking for? And, you know, I say symmetry and, and muscularity and conditioning and, you know, Sean Florida has good symmetry, but he's also smaller than the other guys. So you, it's not like an equal comparison that, and that, and that's why he wouldn't get second. In other words, his, Symmetry being good is not as impressive as Samson's being good because Samson's a, a bigger scale of him, so I, that has to be weighed in. You know, I, I think I think other than I said, you know, you you judge who your eyes go back to, you know, who as a judge you probably have first who your eyes go back to more often in the prejudging, and then you know, like at this show, like everyone, all three of the top three have their own unique incredible attributes and it's hard sometimes to pick the first guy so you 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 know as a judge you think like okay who do my eyes go back to and if you can't figure it out you start to pick away at other people you know you you say you, you start to say like okay if i still can't decide where are the deficits of the other guys where you know what what is it about andrew or what is it about nick or what is it about samson that i don't like you know where they could be better and then you make, you know, a decision based on that. Uh, Chris, if, if I put Jay Cutler into this, into this lineup, under my scoring, under the mathematical equation, he probably has the best symmetry. He, does he have the smallest waist? No, but his shoulders are like out here. So symmetrically speaking, he is one of the best. He has the most muscle. He has the most conditioning. He wins almost every, he wins every round here, and he wins this show, right? I mean, and he's not the most symmetrical Mr. Olympia we've ever had, but he is in a sense because he's got the taper, you know? Yeah. I think he's balanced, and I think he's that's – balanced. Thank you. Yeah. That, that's I think he's balanced. I think that's kind of what, what you're looking at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, but, but here's the thing. In, you know, in judging that Arnold, there's four of us here now, right? And what's up? I mean, it's nice to, to meet you formally. Um Thank you. Um, it's if there's four of us here, would we all be picking Samson to win the Arnold this past uh, last? Would week? you have? I I would have to. I keep, I'm going to reserve saying yes. I would say yes, based on what I saw in pictures. But Chris will tell you I've sat in an audience virtually with him, and in person, it's a lot different experience. So it's yeah. unfair, completely unfair to judge even on a live stream. I. I believe that totally. I mean, well, I, I remember my first bodybuilding show. 
I lost to a guy that in every picture I looked so much better than. He finished first, I finished second. But it didn't tell the story because up close he was so much more muscular than I was. And well, so I much- asked Chris. I asked Chris. I said, Chris, how good was Samson in person? He said, amazing. And then I, I completely deferred to him because because I know that I wasn't getting the true picture on the live stream. If I was looking at prejudging and you asked me who I thought would win, I would say Nick Walker because I thought that though his shape is not the best, the I don't, he actually annoys me when he crunches his abs on a front double bicep. I think if you uh-huh. stop doing that, it would serve him well, um, to be honest with you. I think he makes himself, it makes his legs look even shorter when he does that. If he just pick up, he would look so much wider and make his waist look smaller. Um, so I, I, somebody, if anybody knows Nick, tell him to stop doing that. It's not doing him any favor. I'm sure he's watching uh, the show. Dave, yeah. you know, um, Chris was there, and if, if you recall, the uh, after prejudging, you know, Chris said that Andrew Jack had the most response, the biggest crowd response. He he said that, you know, he was pretty sure that Andrew Andrew had it. And um, and he said, quote me if I'm wrong, Chris, but he said, we don't need, we're not going to change anything. Let them go ahead and change stuff and let them mess up. And Dave, what did I text you? I said, I, I screwed up. They changed yeah. everything. And they look, I changed my mind after the finals. That's exactly what I said. Because I didn't do anything. Those, and, and you know what? Um, you, should, you should have fed him about six cheeseburgers. Sam, Sam, Samson, yeah. Samson and Nick came back um, a lot better, especially Samson for the night show. Like, I, Samson yeah. really caught me off guard because I thought that because he was – not tight enough in prejudging, and he faded in prejudging. That's just a fact. I figure once fade, you know, once you start the downhill, you know, travesty of starting to fade, there's a lot of times there's nothing you can do to come back. You know what I mean? It's like holding water and like, oh, there's nothing I can do to get rid of it. And um, just the opposite, he came, he came back I a lot for the night show, and so did Nick. You know, and, and I thought Andrew just like stayed the same. I think, Chris, one one of the things that you said was, you know, that you start picking apart the other people. And I, I, I think Andrew has the most potential of anybody right now, period. Uh, I, I saw him at the Texas Pro backstage. I was shocked with the guys. I don't think anyone's debating that. We're just debating how, how the show is right. judged. I mean. and, and, and so what I, what I think ended up happening was, was they, they picked him apart compared to Samson. So in the rear double bicep, you know, Samson's hamstrings were more pronounced than Andrew's. They they literally just picked them apart. And, you know, I think where Nick, I think where Nick failed to win was the fact that he just doesn't have as beautiful of a physique as Samson. And Samson's physique was just symmetrically perfect. He was balanced from head to toe. And his condition, even though he faded, his condition was still good enough, like, you know, it was good enough to beat someone that may be more shredded, maybe more conditioned, but because he didn't have as good enough of a physique, a good enough balance and shape. Yeah. He was why, well, yeah, but what I mean, what I'm saying is why can't we quantify this? Why can't there be a quantification? Because system? it's like quantifying love, for God's sakes. No, it's not. Come on. It is. It is. Like, you, can't, you can't. What are you going to run backstage and yeah. say, it's close. We got to measure the biceps of Samson versus. No, but there's got to be a level. There's got, look, we're in a sport that's quantified. You can't just be a beauty pageant. You know, even the beauty, even the beauty pageant. We're like the Oscars, around. Dave. The Oscars were tonight. Tom Cruise didn't win. And <laughs> no. so they're like, you got to ask the Oscar judges. And they're like, 
Why didn't you have so and so Tom Cruise winning? Can't we quantify this? Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. Dave, who's who's saying that it wasn't quantified? I mean, if you if you base it on symmetry, muscularity, proportions, Samson won. I mean, nah, but his conditioning wasn't the best of anyone. Uh, no, but you know when he came out, it was he faded. But granted, at the night show, even Chris said he was yeah. better than everybody. Yeah, you know what? You know what? I mean, I I. I said to Dave before the show, I said, shit, I had Andrew winning prejudge, and then I didn't have him winning the finals. And then I said, well, what are they? And then I, I get in my defensive mode. I said, well, what are they judging here? What's more important to like come out when they really need to see you and make that first impression prejudging? Or it comes down to like, you know, finals. And, 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 and you know, to answer that, what I think a lot of times happens is, because, I mean, you, you guys remember the Mr. Olympia where Hottie w didn't place, and then at the night show, he was so much better that he actually oh, came back to places. Twice he's been phenomenal at the night show. And, like, average, you know, very good at prejudge, but nowhere near the night show. Right, exactly. And, and I think that a lot of times, I mean, this is my, just, this is my, we, we will never know this because we don't actually see what they, what, we don't know if the scorecards for the, Prejudging were set out at prejudging, or if they were actually set out with the scorecards from the night show. And I think a lot of times they may, the judges may want to justify their judging because Samson looked better at the night show. So they'll justify it by saying, okay, he had all first place at prejudging also. Well, you know but, what? It's funny as I, well, there, there are, they do throw the highs and lows out too. So there might have been some votes for some other people. You know, you know I, I mean, it, it's a rhetorical question because it comes down to a lot of times the finals. But um, uh, someone asked me after prejudge and, you know, who do you have it? And I, I told him who I had. And I said, it, but it means absolutely what, exactly what I said it means nothing. They're going to shred those prejudging scores <laughs> down all over because it's, because it, I hate the word apples versus oranges, you know, that, that, that cliche, but the physiques are so different one, yes. two and three. Yeah. Right. Um, and they both have enormous strengths, you know, ironically, the strengths of, Samson, which may be why he's the winner, he has less overpowering shots than the other two. You know what I mean? Right. He has less things that overpower the other people. Well, he just flow. He just flows really nice, and he, yeah, and he, he, he so takes up a lot of space. would spread those scores in the prejudging and just start all over at night. And I think that's exactly you know how it ended up. One, two, three. I, I, I think they do that a lot, Chris. Even though they say they don't, I think that happens a lot. Yeah, well, I know, so, I know, so uh, you, I mean, you get. I mean. Coming out of the Olympia, yeah, you know, just just who was you had uh, Hardy and you had Derek and I mean I had Hardy comfortable, you know, Hardy first, but I mean maybe they well, they could have taken that same approach at the finals if if Hardy wasn't as good and Derek you know was dr dramatically better. A lot yeah. happens in one day. Yeah, the interesting thing about this debate is that we're not criticizing the judging outcome because we, we all kind of agree with the way it's worked out right. the last several shows. It's just how they get to that point because I think it's important for people who come into the sport to know that. But uh, this just in from the Oscars, uh, best uh, documentary, um, <laughs> uh, best foreign documentary, Sergio goes to jail. I just no. want to let everyone know he won. He won the best documentary. <laughs> was, was Generation Iron nominated for anything, Dave, with their documentaries? I don't know. Sergio goes to jail. Did win best Oscar uh, international um, documentary. Read me. 
That's amazing. <laughs> hey, well, your, your, your story's not over. You might be another year, year or two down the road. You know, so. you know. I was thinking about that. You should be filming everything now, by the way, just for your own prospect. So, so that if there is a documentary going to be made, you'll have the footage of you, you know, crying in your house. And you you got to have like some really, you know, as you find out things, you have to have reactions. You should be giving your opinion in almost like a diary form. Uh, you know what? Format. I'll do that because I did get some great news and I, you know, I okay. should definitely – because you can't share it with us, but you should be taking it as it goes along. So that when it's all over, you can make put it all together. You know, make you selfie videos. Yeah, or just set up a camera in your house like you're doing right now, and just right. film yourself talking about what what's going on, so that when it comes down to it, if someone ever does make a documentary, and you have all that stuff in the bank, so to speak. You know, great advice, Dave. Thank you very much. I will yeah. start doing that. Anyway, uh, moving forward now. To the Olympia. Let's 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 since we got you guys here, we might as well like translate this forward. All right. Yeah. Samson wins the show. Right. Can he be a little tighter? I think everyone agreed he could. Sure. Nick Walker, could he have been a little fuller? Ever I think most people would have say maybe he brought it down too much. Rami, is he too big? Possibly. I think he had a film. I'm sorry. I'm just being honest. I don't think he was he looked incredible. He I Chris, you were there, okay. Did Rami have a slight film? It looked to me like he had a slight film. Well, I, I said before when you weren't on the show, I said he wasn't as like Dave says, how does he look next to Nick? And I said, well, he was in very good condition, but Nick was in like lights out. Right. And, you know, in many, many poses, Andrew was in lights out. I mean, he had a Christmas tree for eons, you know, crazy cross-threaded quads, cross-threaded packs, you know, glutes. So, Two years ago, Rami would have won. Would have won the Olympia looking like this. Yes, but the guys have gotten better. Yes, and, and the lineups but they've improved. And you know, uh, you know, we did the the wrap up at the uh, at at the Olympia, and, and Sid had asked me, you know, what about Samson Dauda? And I said, well, he's Mister Olympia. And he <laughs> said, I mean, you mean you think he should have won? I said, no, 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 no. I said next year. Right, right. So, I mean, he has the potential to win it because what I saw in Samson at the Olympia that like really overshadowed everyone else mm -hmm. and really surprised me was how tall and wide he was. Right, right. You know, he looked so different and he ended up like six, you know, and he could have been higher, I think six or so. Um, and people were talking, yeah, could he have been higher? Yeah, he could have been higher. Um, but then when you you know, you, you, you throw Andrew in great condition on there. It changes the dynamic of like where eyes go. And I always say it goes back to like, wait, wait, you know, where are you looking at? You know? Can I ask everybody a question about Nick Walker? What do you guys think as, as far as Nick Walker's appearance when he won the Arnold Classic to this year? Because honestly, I'm, I'm, this is just my opinion. I wasn't there. But it seemed to me that he was drier and in better condition when he won the Arnold than he was this year. What do you think, guys? I'm going to say one thing about, first of all, the more you see a person's physique, Samson's new. Right. Shock value. Absolutely. We're all taken yes. by him. Same thing that happened when Nick first hit the scene. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And what happens is as they stick around for a while, we start seeing their physique more and more, and we start to see their flaws a little bit more. Sure. And we start to be a little more critical of, of like, you know, what's what's wrong with them as opposed to what we love about them. And I think Nick Walker has a physique. And I, I think that I don't know if it was Cormier who said it. Um, I'm trying to think who I had on who said this, but they said that 
I, I'm nervous that Nick Walker might make his physique worse mm. if he gets much bigger. Um, and I think I think Lee Haney might have said that actually to me. Possibly. And he wants to, you know, Nick needs to refine his physique, not necessarily get bigger because bigger might not make him better. It might make him wider. Yeah. Because you know, when you grow, it grows everywhere. You know, your waist yeah. is going to get bigger. Your, you know, and sometimes you know when you have you're only so tall and your legs are only so long, you can start looking boxy. You well, know? Dave, that supposedly was his goal. His goal was was to refine his physique for the show. Was it, it, but yes, he, but he was also trying to get certain body parts bigger. And he's and look, he's a bodybuilder. He trains hardcore in the gym. Yes. He's going to get bigger unless he stops training heavy, which he's not going to do because that's not in his DNA. You know, so, you know, he, he might not get better – he might have been better two years ago when he won the Arnold, is what you're saying, because we might have liked a smaller version of him exactly. because he might have been more symmetrical. I that, so. Does that make sense? I, I thought so. What do you think, guys? Chris, Chris? you want to? Um, I, I, think, I think the bodybuilding public is fickle, and we, 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 we get more critical of great physiques the more we see them. This one, like, you know, God forbid, if Hardy's not improved for next year, I'll say, oh, I went straight backwards. <laughs> um, so it's, 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 I mean, I, I, I think he's, I think he's, I, I think that first Arnold, like this, his skin was like paper thin. Yes, uh, I agree. And, but I think overall as a physique, I think he's brought his back up even more. Um, I thought he's his. I thought his legs were on the thin side for that first Arnold, where, you know, they're they're bigger now. Um, uh, you know, his his side chest and side tricep are definitely thicker than they were before. Even his back lat spread is wider. Well, so I don't think he knew how to do a proper back lat spread. I think he's he, he does now. just figured it out. He does now. His back lat spread. He does now. Yes, you know? he does now. He Very did not the first Arnold. He did not uh, didn't know how to actually spread it. You know, like he he was yes yes I remember, I remember because he was just getting by. It was like a gluten hamstring shot that went yeah, off. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Think think about Branch Warren. Every time we started writing him off, it's right he'd out of my back and he'd destroy everyone again. So Nick Walker's going to be a guy that's not going away for the you know he'll probably yeah. be here another 10, 15 years at his age. Yeah. and be dangerous for the next 10, 15 years. Maybe. And some shows he's going to do really well at, some shows not so well. It's going to depend on who he's going up against. Because now, What do you think he's going to do at the Olympia? We're talking about now moving on to Olympia. How well can he do in the Olympia lineup with Andrew, with Samson, with Derek, with Hadi? I mean, how well can he do? Can, Top five. I, can, I, can I chime in for a second? Oh, yeah, they, go, go muscle. You just took uh, the name Carlo right <laughs> because when I think Nick Walker, I think Branch Warren. With Branch, we have a career to evaluate, right? And what Branch started out as, and now with Nick Walker, the same. Because I do agree that two years ago, he had more pop and was a bit more impressive. And I think that he's if he's going to exclusively concentrate on trying to streamline his physique and work on his symmetry, which, by the way, I think he can do without having to worry about giving up the size and the freak factor. I think if he, if he continues to concentrate exclusively on streamlining, he's going to run into problems because he'll never be better than Samson. He'll never be better right. than Andrew Jack. He, you know, he's not even going to be better than Derek. He's not no. going to be a lot of people. And he's going to get – he won't be better than Hunter if Hunter ever gets his stuff together. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so I remember 
you know, Branch Warren finishing as high as second at the Olympia yeah. to Jake Cutler, if I, if I, if memory serves me correct, yeah. on just continuing to get bigger, control the waist, don't get the waist any bigger, and just wow people. And then I'll, I'll go right into what you just asked. I mean, if that's okay. And then at the Olympia, it's going to come down to how everybody else shows up, but he should be concentrated exclusively on being his all-time best and whatever package looks best for him. And, you know, for him, I don't think it's trying – it's is the juice worth the squeeze? So is is you trying – use the word juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No pun intended. Okay, but, but is, is the juice worth the squeeze? Is it worth – taking an inch or two off of your waist to sacrifice three to four to five to six inches of girth, you know, of width on your shoulders. No um, way. Right. I agree. So I, mean, I think Nick is known for the mutant. He's known for his freak factor. So I think if he, you've got to play to your strengths. You, exactly. Dave. Exactly. That's, that's exactly what I was going to say. So can I make a comment right. about the Olympia guys? Just one comment in, yeah. in my opinion, because all these athletes are so close, okay? I think the Olympia boils down to Milos, Chris, Hani, Matt. I think, and, and you know, you could possibly, you could possibly make an argument for, uh, for Chad, okay? But, um, but right now, I don't, I don't see that. I see, the, I the, see. Mo the, mo the most confident person in there is is uh, is Milos. <laughs> okay, Chris, I, I, people I, say here's his. You know what? Milos here is Milos' exact thinking. But Milos has never had an athlete look like what you did with Sean Roden. Rest in peace. What you did with Sean Roden, I've never seen an, a, a Mr. Olympia look that nice. You will see it with Andrew Jack soon. I believe it because you, <laughs> but because of you, you see what I'm saying? I think the Mr. Olympia really at this point right now, because it's so close, I think it boils down to you guys, to the coaches. I think it. I think it's you well, against money, really. I, and you, you know what the truth is? I think the Olympia will this year might – be a big disappointment for people in the sense that I think it could be the exact same placings as last year. Um, I think it's going to take a whole another year before Samson comes full round. Andrew hey, Dave, comes full Dave, round. Dave, Dave, uh, I've, <laughs> I've got to. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm curious. I can see Samson again. Place in last year's annual yeah. game, and look at he leapfrogged like a. Like 49 pounds he put on. He put 49 pounds on him. Yeah. No. All the competitors used Trenbolone for the first time. <laughs> now, Chris, one, of the reasons, one of the reasons why an, a, you, a bodybuilder fades during prejudging is because of either sugar or insulin. And it wears off and they get flat. And you know this. I know, We know this. Okay. I don't know what Milos did. He's not going to tell anyone. But, you know, that is a big factor. And, you know, if you are using insulin to carve up somebody, you got to be aware that if they're out there for a while, the chances are the person could go flat. And once that happens, it's not going to come back. Why? Why do they go flat? If the carbs are in the muscle, what happens? Right. Yeah. But you're right. But why? Yeah. I want to quantify I, it like this judging. Yeah. I want to know. I want to know exactly <laughs> look, why. You, you know what the truth is? The truth is, I think, it's, look, we got – 
March, April, we're almost done with March. April, May, June, July, August, September, October. You got you got seven months, okay, before the Olympia. These guys are going to take a little break after the Arnold now. So you got really probably five months, okay? And four of those months are prep, you know, for the show. So not a, not a lot is going to change. You know, probably the person who will change the most will be Andrew Jack because he's a freaking genetic freak. But yeah. um, but so I think this at this Olympia, you're going to see a repeat hottie Derek battle for first and second. And then we're going to see third places where it's going to, you know, be can anyone beat Nick Walker? Can Sampson step up and beat Nick Walker? Because what I want to ask Chris, and he knows what I'm going to ask him is on an Olympia stage, does Sampson doubt to beat Nick Walker? Um, when he's I, compared to Hottie Schupin and Derek, you know, Lunsford, short guys. I think he's got, you know what, if Sampson is at his best and we haven't seen it. Let's assume he it. looks like he did at the Arnold. Okay. Night show. Night show. Night show. He's dangerous to it. I'm telling you. Does he beat Derek? Does he beat Hottie? Does he beat Nick at the Olympia? Um, It, it's gonna. There's no gear. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I tell you, it's, it's a. It's a tough decision because those guys are all short, and then you got this tall Samson guy and possibly Andrew in there. It's going to be a very hard thing for these judges to judge. I agree. I agree. Especially given that Hottie is Mister Olympia now. You know, he's the guy. Everyone's going to be. He's going to be in the middle. You know, and everyone's going to be around him. And let's face it, nobody's had. Nobody's had Hottie's conditioning. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. In the past, the, Derek. Year, the, year Derek. That he, the year that he didn't win because of the lump in his shoulder, I was there and I was told that if he didn't have that lump in his shoulder, he would have won. He would have beat Randy. His his condition was like lights out at the night show for that yeah. show. Yeah, not he was actually show. lighter. He was yeah. lighter, you know. Yeah, I'm sure uh, for that show because his condition was even better. But yeah. you know, it was that was like another weird like pre you know, pre judging. He looked good. You know, he, he, he definitely, uh, you know, he has d different looks, you know I mean? But this year was the, the best look for him, obviously. How, did, you know, how, does, Hottie, how does Hottie Schupin stack up against Momo Benaziza? Remember Momo? Momo better, probably. You think Not, so? I don't know, man, because Hottie's grainier. Momo had a better physique. He had a wider lats. He had a better lat spread and all that. And, you know, I mean, he looked, he's so short, he looked complete. But, but even, Mo, even Momo didn't have Hottie, uh, Hottie's condition. Hottie's just so dry and grainy, you know? I mean, um, Chris, what do you think? I think, I think when he, I think, Hottie, I think Hottie, you know, Hottie's just really impressive, dude. I mean, you know, he's got the front double, front lat spread, uh, most muscular. It's got the absent thighs. Those are like really devastating shots for other competitors. You know, he's really, really hard in those shots. And his glutes, Chris, his glutes are just so dry and shredded. Yeah, he's got shredded glutes, shredded hands. He's got a very They're wide flat spread. Yeah. They're very I similar. Like Momo's shape better. I like Momo's shape better, but I don't think he had Momo beat Dorian Yates at the Night of Champions. Now, granted, yeah. he wasn't the Dorian he became, but he was still pretty good at that show. But I still don't think it. I mean, look, we, we don't know. But Chris, what do you think? Did Momo at the night of the champions when he beat Dorian versus the conditioning of Hottie? Who who's got better condition? <sighs> Hottie still has better condition. I agree. No, Momo was in great condition. There was like a like a breakthrough show Absolutely. for yeah. everyone in terms of condition. And, and Dorian, when Dorian was second, he was in phenomenal condition. Just the crazy yeah. size that he has now.
You know, he and that was probably one of Dorian's best looks in terms of flow, you know. Before his waist but, started to get wider. You know, if you want to talk about, you know, we, we talk about Nick bigger, this guy bigger, 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 bigger. It goes back to what Jay said. We were all better smaller. I was better smaller. Ronnie was better smaller. Flex Wheeler was better smaller. And Absolutely. Dorian was better smaller. Absolutely. Dorian was, when, when Dorian was second to Momo, he was phenomenal. Yeah. And then the, the he had the Olympia against Haney. He was phenomenal. Ninety-three was phenomenal. Yes, ninety-three was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, ninety-three, ninety-five, after ninety-five, kaput. Yeah. That's a great and 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 Kevin Lebroni, Night of the Champions. Unbelievable. I mean, people don't remember. There's no I don't know why there's no pictures of it, but Kevin Lebroni was so shredded. Me and Dave were just talking about that show. We talked about that, yeah, two weeks ago. Nineteen ninety-two. How many years ago was it? I remember what he posted. Yeah. 92, he came in second to Dorian at his first right. time at the Olympia. And he also looked amazing. That was no, I think it was 90, it was the 92 United Champions because he won 91 nationals. So no, you're right, you're right. I, I, he guest posed at my show that I won. He, it was 90, and then he went from the United Champions to do the Olympia where he came in second. And this is all before the peck there. He looked phenomenal. But I think his conditioning was better at the United Champions, but he must have put on at least 10 pounds for the Olympia. But so, Chris, you brought up something that I think I've been preaching to people around me forever, um, especially when it comes to Jay and Ronnie, because those are the two guys that were in it while I was in it. And the guys, two of the guys that I looked up to the most. Um, so, so why is it then and why aren't the coaches and the people around them stopping them and saying, you don't need to get bigger. Just keep coming in the way you're coming in, because I watched Ronnie progressively get worse and worse. I watched Jay grow and get worse. Um, and, and listen, I'm not, you know, two Mr. Olympias, two of the best ever, uh, Ronnie, arguably the best ever uh, at his peak. But but why, you know, why aren't the people, and, and I know the answer because they're going to do what they want to do and they think that more is more, is more is better. But I mean, I, I think of all those training sessions and I actually trained a couple of times with Ronnie, like. It was just kind of like, do you really need to do all, you know, do you really need to squat 800 for two more? Carlo, what do you do? I mean, how do you train for a whole year and not grow? Like you can do that. I, I, I listen. I, I didn't want to grow into a middleweight when I was. Sean Ray there. hasn't didn't put on a pound of muscle his whole career. Grow into a middleweight because I was, <laughs> I was already uncomfortable at 175 and 180 pounds. I hated being big. I loved look being a because well, you had a weight cut off. I yes, mean, you, you yes. made sure you made the weight. Yeah, but listen, if I would, I, my physique, my shoulder width, Dave will probably tell you, my shoulder width probably could have handled another 25, 30 pounds. Sure. I mean, I was very, very wide. If you wanted to be a 212 guy, yeah, yeah. If you wanted to be yeah, a 212. Or no, there, by the way, there was no 212. So, no, I think no, if, no, if, if you wanted to be a 212 guy, I'm saying moving. Oh, yes. If you yeah. were in current, you know, yeah, exactly. you told if there was a 212 class earlier, maybe I would have gotten bigger because yes. I, because there was a reason and there was, you know, a means to an end, right? There was none at the time, right? They didn't introduce the 202-pound class until after I turned pro, right? Because, um, Carlos, the answer to that is really, you know, you, you get stuck in the storm and then you, you, you have this cockamamie idea like, okay, if, if I get up to 312 this year, I'll just peel it down and, <laughs> and it's all going to look right. right. No. And it, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. doesn't. And it never does, right? I mean No, no, it doesn't. It never does. And then it's I mean, funny because when they look at how many look at Phil Phil after Phil was great for by 2015, Carlos, 
Phil was so vulnerable by 15 for him. Yeah. Yes. And then what the weird thing is, and he won in 17 and he got colossal big in 17. Mm-hmm. And damn, was he big, dense, and hard. But his 12 and 13 and 14 look would smoke that look. Yeah. Even though it had way more muscle on the 17 frame, you know. And the irony is he probably got too big. Well, he probably didn't need it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, you gave your Olympia predictions. I want to hear Chris's. Olympia? Yeah. Um, I think uh, – here's what I think who can win it. Heidi can win it um, for sure. Derek, Give me your top five. Like, I, I don't know. Here's what I've, I already thought this – you know, Heidi can win it. Derek can win it. Samson can win it. Andrew Jack can win it. Rami can win it. Um, and Sean Clarita can't win it. Um, <laughs> so those are five. And Nick, I'm, Nick Walker. There are Nick six Walker. people who – you cannot tell me that Heidi can't repeat. You can't tell me that if the things line up perfectly, Derek Lunsford, though I think he may struggle, even though last year he was my pick to win, the irony of it all. Right. Rami can win it. Nick can win it. Samson can win it. In the dark, I think Andrew Jack can win it. Andrew Jack was just, you know, winning this amateur show last year. He's he's got to just put more size on his legs. I think that's what's going to help him. This is yeah, this is like Dave. Four, this is a one month project. It's not yeah. like other people like oh you got to lift eight fifty for two reps. It's like Randy with the stem cells. The stem cells don't take a month to work. It's the same thing with the you know training with Cycle Lewis is not going to yeah, take yeah, a month. Well, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's another, is, that's why I think next year. He's going to be waiting to next year. Believe me, Dave. We're not waiting to Quote me. You want to quote from the show? We're not waiting to next year. <laughs> I know you're not. not I'm telling you. I'm saying year. my prediction is that he will be at his peak of his powers in two years. Chris, I'm if you nice. get Chris, if you get Andrew's glutes and hamstrings like you did Sean's, lights out. Dude, they, they were, were that way for the Olympia. They were that way they for the like bikini chicks at the Olympia. Yeah, <laughs> it was only forty-two days before the Arnold. Yeah. What do you think? He, the like, the I think he just needs more size on his legs. That's all. I really believe. Carlo, that. what do you think? Your top five, Mister Olympia. Predictions? I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree kind of with Dave here. I think that uh, Mister Olympia this year is probably, or last year is going to probably be Mister Olympia this year. Um, Derek will challenge uh, Nick. It's going to depend on who the next group is going to be, right? So I think Samson could fight for a top five spot, obviously. I think Andrew Jack could fight for a top five spot. And um and Rami. And and you know, but 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 I agree with what Dave is thinking that if your com- top comparison is or top two guys are going to be, you know, Derek and um Jesus Christ. Hottie. Hottie. <laughs> Hottie, thank you. And Hottie. Um then and Nick assuming he comes in as good as he can, he's going to be compared more favorably than the next group of taller guys. And, you know, that's, that's how I feel. Now I just want to segue into one other thing, Chris, if it's okay. Two years ago, you and I both went to the Olympia and Hani won it or the last, yeah, the last Olympia that Hani won. Um, You and I were together. You watched that. You were a couple of rows in front of me. And then we did the post uh, show together with Sid. If you remember after the prejudging, you know, um, Hani wasn't winning, and then after you mean, the uh, you mean you mean Rami? Rami, I'm sorry, Rami. <laughs> I thought Hani Rambad was going into the yeah, show. I'm sorry, I didn't know what you're talking about? <laughs> I've been up since four in the morning. It's supposed to be. Asleep. 
Uh, you, and after the uh, after the prejudging, you know, we didn't have uh, Rami winning, but he came back and, and won the show. And I thought that he looked amazing, and when he won that show, so you, you thought the last one that he won, the last time he won. Yeah, I was there too. Yeah, yeah, twenty one, and and he was lights out at the finals. I think we all agree. Yeah, but but because and I'm asking you, Chris, because you were there in person for both the Arnold Classic this year, and when he won the last Olympia. The pictures to me and the videos don't seem to have him equal to that performance. And this is just kind of going back to what Dave, you were saying before that people passed him up. And I believe some of that is true, but I also don't believe that he has that wow factor that he had the last time he actually won the Olympia. Would you say that's true, Chris, or am I wrong? I would, I would probably agree with a lot of what you said, but you know, it's, um, <clears throat> you know, if you, if you, if you look at that lineup, um, who was sport? It, it was, it was no, it was Ram, it was Rami, it was uh, Brandon. Yeah. Okay, so Brandon, I, I thought Brandon won the prejudging. Yes. And when we did the wrap up, I said, you know, Brandon I thought was Brandon was too far ahead for Rami to catch yeah. up. Yeah, and then I at the night show. This goes back to what they judge. You probably throw out all the scores again. Exactly. I said, yeah, I got Rami, um, and I was surprised because I I remember the quote. I said I, he's just too far behind to catch up, um, and I don't know if you take that Brandon, who was at that prejudge and put him in last year's Olympia, does he beat Hardy and does he beat Derek? Good question. Hey, you know what? And don't be surprised if Derek steps up. He took the whole year off and, and wins the Olympia too, because if he puts another, you know, eight pounds on his body, he's he going to be devastating, you know. Yeah. And his youth is definitely playing to, you know, Hadi, you know, Shupin is not the youngest guy up there. So, but Derek he's is. Hadi's under thirty, I believe. Oh, he is still really. My don't let the bad don't let the bad trick you. Well, then that's, then that's working to his advantage, too, then. I'm glad to hear that. My prediction is because Hani Rambod is working very close this year with Derek. Very close. I mean, I I actually – I think Derek's going to win. That's my opinion. I mean, he's working with both guys. He works with Hani, too. Well, but he's in Iran. I mean, you know, the guy's in Iran. It's not the same, you know? He doesn't live with Derek. No, but the, 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 the bottom line is that Derek is still growing into his physique, and I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna make some good improvements. All right, I just want to give a shout out uh, for Carlo. Uh, I wanted to tell you I was eating uh, this uh, tonight, actually, and actually last night. Your ChickenPound.com uh, chicken meatballs. I love them, and I want to just uh, recommend if anyone uh, hasn't tried uh, Carlo's, Carlos chicken, go to the Carlos is you're Italian, right? Yes, but it's not Carlos, Chris. It's Carlo. Carlo, Carlo. Carlo. What would your nonna say about chicken meatballs? She'd probably kill you. She probably <laughs> He gave him the recipe. What are you talking about? She, she'd probably kill me, but she's happy I'm making money with him. <laughs> chicken meatballs are so good that, that I feel guilty eating because I want to eat them every night. And I, I try to – I use the chicken pound chicken. My, my favorite is the cilantro lime. And uh, I just happen to like that one the best. I think you flavored it the best. But I, I know other people that like other flavors. I like cilantro. Look, the, and that's pure chicken breast. But the, the chicken meatballs are so good that, like, I get crazy with them. And, my, and then my kids start taking them off my plates. And uh, I, I'm telling you, you got solid products. You guys, check it out at thechickenpound.com. I had to give you that little plug. It's nice and, to meet you. Uh, 
What? Chris and Dean, send me your addresses. I'll get you some product. I, Chris, I don't His think son's that. will eat it all up. He'll never taste a single meatball. <laughs> What's that? I'll eat the chicken meatballs. I'll give you my address. Fareed, Fareed his son will will not annihilate those things. Well, well, Chris will get one meatball. He'll go into his plate. He'll hit one meatball, and that'll be the end of it. Everything you else. Eat the whole bag, right, Chris? Yeah. Right, Dave. If you start eating them, you'll eat the whole bag. I I, I eat uh, ten at a time. Yeah. Uh, so I eat about a bag, about three quarters of a bag at a shot. Yeah, how much does that weigh? What? How much is the bag? bag? What are they? One pound bag, sixteen ounce. Oh, bag. of course, the chicken. Dave, you're eating three quarters of a pound of chicken. I'm so, what are you I'm bodybuilding sorry. still? <laughs> They're addicting. You can't stop eating them. And I, I'll tell you, I don't even put sauce, nothing on them. They, they taste so good. I cut them up into pieces uh -huh. and I mix it into my rice and some vegetables. And I'll put I'll, sometimes I'll I'll put a little uh, salt and pepper, maybe even some little mustard. I like mustard. Mm -hmm. They don't even need anything. I can you could literally take them and eat them out of the microwave oven. That, that's Carlo, what's, what's is the secret of the spices you use? Yes, there's only nine ingredients in the meatballs. Yes. Love Are it. you ready for this? Love I'll it. tell you what's in there. It doesn't sure. matter. Everybody could try to replicate it. I, I can't wait to try them. It's chicken. Mm -hmm. There's some. There's water in there. There's sure. rice flour, sea okay. salt, black pepper, onions, garlic, and parsley. Wow, and I'm yeah. sorry, and and Romano cheese, grated cheese. Oh, ten, 10 herbs and spices, just like the uh, one off from from KFC. If it was an eleven herbs, I can't tell you what I did, I, Chris. I, I I did a little experiment. I went out and bought there's some now in the supermarket. You can see that they do sell some chicken meatballs there. So I bought a couple. Of, I bought two other brands because I wanted to do a little. I should probably have recorded the taste test I did. <laughs> and Carlos are without a doubt better, and I'll tell you why because he puts more chicken in there. A lot of these other companies, it's like all crumbs or cheese. Sure. It yeah. almost they almost mush in your mouth because there's no meat, there's no mm -hmm. there's no protein in them, you know. Yeah. So yeah. that's why yours are better, especially for people who train, you know, and, and want the and protein. they're gluten and soy free, by the way. So the gluten free helps for one reason, and in the soy yeah. free, obviously. Uh, I don't know, Dave. Do you subscribe to the fact that soy increases your estrogen levels? <laughs> I, I don't really buy into that, but you know what? I don't purposely go out of my way to eat it either. So okay, yeah. I'm glad you don't put it in there. That's a good thing. You know, I, my belief in the whole soy thing—not to go into another whole debate because we got to wrap this show up—but my whole thing is that does soy have an estrogenic-like effect? Yes, but I don't think it acts like estrogen. I think it combines estrogen receptors and actually protect you. From too much estrogen. That's my. That's my. I think the issue with soy is that it's just genetically modifying to spray with glyphosate. I don't. You know, that's the main thing. That could be a problem too. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. In, in the food industry, in the food industry, hydrolyzed soy protein is is abundantly used to flavor foods Miller. and to them add. Because yeah. the minute you add soy to any food product and then vacuum it into the meats, yeah. it volumizes the meats. Oh, it does that? I didn't even Chris, know. So you're gonna try the meatballs? Who? Me? You, yeah, you, Chris. Oh yeah, I am, yeah, of course. All right. We'll both try the meatballs and we'll give a review. Look, I, got a, I mean, he already got himself a, like, booched himself a, a sample of them too. <laughs> Thank you. Right on, Carlo, my man. You got. It. Then we right, gotta wrap this up. Guys, thanks for joining us. Carlo, uh, I mean, thanks for joining Chris and I today in this little debate we had on judging. It's all about debate. We we gotta keep talking about it because the more we talk about it, the more you know things get changed. And that's good for the sport, as we all say, because we're all bodybuilding, you know, junkies at the end of the day. We all love to watch the sport, we love to do the sport, even if we don't compete anymore. We right. still like to uh, to live the lifestyle, and that's what it's all about. That's why you got to get your chicken meatballs. Uh, you got to go to the gym, do your workouts, and uh, if you can't do that, 
you coach, right, Chris? Is what's the old saying? If you can't you teach, you teach Jim. What? Join him? Something? What? You can't beat him? Join him? That's the only. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you can't, can't do, you, you can't do. You teach. If you can't those teach, are, teach Jim. That's what that yeah, was the old yeah, saying, right? Those who can't if you win, can't compete, you teach. What is it, Carla? Those who can't win, coach. Oh, right, right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> those who can't coach, coach Jim. There you go. That's that's the saying of the day. All right, as we say every week here with Heavy Muscle Radio, the truth hurts. Look at Carlo, Chris. Jumping your punchline right there. <laughs> I love we'll him because I want to make sure he feels good about himself. So I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I, I Carlo, that was the most seemingly uh, uh, perfect. Like we planned it. I think Carlo and I were rehearsing before the show. You know, we wanted to show you off a little bit, guys. I'll see you next Thanks week. Thanks for having me on, Dave. Bye, bye. Okay, guys.